I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. We are here, the Lord, we are here, and we're ready, ready to podcast. Hiya, I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where we're giving our megachurch a tiny family feel and introducing you to members of our church staff and people from our community. Ooh, it's a treat and a treasure. Per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome your friend of mine, Gray Haas. Ride or die for he the most high, Hallie. How are you? <laughs> so blessed. I'm so happy to be here today. Uh, how are you doing, my friend? How How's stuff going with your kids who come to Climax? Everything is just awesome right now, Hallie. We had a fun event this week where I invited a really cool new band called Iscariot to play and just had a bit of a lock-in slash rave all night long. Just got their kids really turned up and on fire for Christ. They sort of play a C-pop style which oh, i've never never C-pop? heard of. well you've heard of k-pop right sure which is uh from korea uh this is c-pop that at first i thought it might be croatian or something but in fact it's just called chaos pop Ooh. and chaos pop sounds sort of like you put six to eight songs inside a blender and then you sort of cycle through them as fast as you possibly can. And before you can get your footing on one, the song has already changed. I actually got a bit motion sickness, sick, wow. sick during it, uh, but my kids seem to love it. Maybe you could have ginger ale. Oh, no, too much sugar. And, you know, my personal life also, you know, things are really chill and good. I don't know if I've mentioned him, but my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I... Went to a jiu-jitsu tournament that he was in, and, uh, well, he took a kick to the sternum, and it oh, sort no. of probably broke a few ribs, <gasps> and now he's just... And then, you know, I then I just have to weigh it on him hand and foot. It's oh. like suddenly I just become his servant or something. Yeah. So I've told him, you know what, Clay? If we're going to be best friends, you can't be doing these tournaments because I am not going to be cooking all your meals and doing all that stuff. Um uh, 
you know, he can't even he can't even sit down on the toilet right now. You don't want to be injured. That is a thing. No, I mean. and and it's just the noises he makes. Honestly, Hallie, it sounds like C pop because he's like ow 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 every time he sits down. Oh wow. Anyway, how are you, Hallie? Oh well, you know what? I wanted to talk to you about something and just kind of confide in you as an accountability buddy type of thing, because you know, being a mom, I've got lots of challenges having to keep my my brood, um, you know, safe and secure in their belief system of God. You know, yeah. it's a high calling. It's a massive responsibility, isn't and it? Though one of my daughters this week, see, she's wanting to become an Anglophile. She oh. thinks she's obsessed with things that have to do with England, and her favorite poet is T.S. Eliot, and she's going to go over and, you know, drink in pubs or something someday over there. I don't know, but she now wants to be an Episcopalian because T.S. Eliot is Episcopalian, and I says... I'm really sorry, honey. I love that you want to be, you know, in the house of the Lord, but some of these are wolves in sheep's clothing, you know, and I don't care if it is the High Church of England or whatever the heck it is. It's this universalist type thing they do over in Episcopalia that is like, oh, the Bible's symbolic and all that stuff. Which daughter is this, Hallie? Oh, the one who watches a lot of Downton Abbey. Oh. Anyway, I was thinking you and I could do a fun thing where, you know, to prove that the Bible is not symbolic and metaphoric and all of those things that these people want to do to try to tailor it to the liberals and let them control the narrative. I was thinking I could bring up a bunch of, you know, things that are in the Bible. And unlike the Episcopalians, we can, um, you know, talk about uh, whether or not it's literal or symbolic, or if it is literal, then how it is that you kind of uh, make sense of it in some uh, cases. Oh, I love this, Hallie. I love a little game. We could call it Don't Episc Me Off. Oh, yeah. That, okay. Yeah, whatever. First one, making the blind see. One, two, three. Literal. Literal. Yeah, of course it's literal. People do it every day with LASIK. You don't think Jesus was miles ahead when it came to that? That one had to be so easy Spiritual for LASIK. So easy for Jesus. Next one. Uh, giving a verbal curse to a fig tree and it withers. Literal. literal. I've, I mean, I've almost done that before, especially with Clay's ficus. Raising the widow from Nain's son right out of a coffin, bringing him to life. Literal. literal again probably easy for jesus because you know he did it with lazarus too at this point he's like this is getting to be old hat i mean that's one of his specialties right three times okay next one feeding thousands of people with two fish and five loaves of what must have been ezekiel bread am i right <laughs> that's good hallie <laughs> although i don't really get it but uh, i think uh yeah literal of course literal yeah i mean Again, speaking of like raising people who have been dead for days on end and maybe already prepared for burial, bringing those people back to life and animating corpses and stuff, uh, I don't think that turning five loaves and two fish into uh, feeding the masses is even a problem at all. It probably didn't even zap him of any of his superpower. I also think that uh, with some of these, I like to point out maybe the por maybe they had portion control back then. So maybe he didn't even have to multiply them that much because he was giving everybody kind of what you should be eating. Mm. And just a reminder, if if you if you're eating like that, nothing bigger than your fist and you should be fasting 18 hours a day. 
That's a good point. I, I bet they had much smaller stomachs than we do. Absolutely. And I think they were smaller people, too. Oh, they were teeny tiny. And I'll tell you what, feeding an eight-pound dog is much different than feeding an 80-pound dog. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. All right, so resurrecting the dead. Well, we kind of already did that one. Casting out demons. Oh, literal. Literal. Again, probably very easy for Jesus. That's the thing. A demon can jump into a human body just the same way like, I don't know, rabies can jump right into your body if you get bit by a bat, so to speak. And, uh, Hallie, um, I'm living it right now. You should see what, when Clay sits on the toilet, he's just like, ow, ow. It sounds like a demon. Well, he's lucky Jesus isn't around in the flesh because Jesus would send that demon right into an animal and run it right out of his condo. I bet Jesus would also maybe think about kicking him in the ster sternum again. But such a pain. Demons are very real, and I hate to say it because it's not always, you know, fun news to hear, but there are very real invisible demons battling in spiritual warfare around us invisibly every single day. And, um, you know, if a demon decides to hop on into your body as its vessel, next thing you know, it is like you got rabies. You're foaming at the mouth and biting people. All right. Uh, controlling the weather. Jesus calmed the storm. Well, I mean, this one, uh, definitely literal. literal. <laughs> I mean, we can just throw this right in the liberals' faces, can't we, Hallie? Because they're always going around being like, hey, this is, we're controlling the weather. We're, we're changing the weather. And, and we can say, yeah, well, someone did it first and did it way better. Yeah, and if the planet is warming, well, then tell me why. You know, I had snapped a couple of different credit cards this winter trying to get the ice off my windshield. Oh, you've got to get the... Uh, the sapphire card because it's a metal titanium that's why i got that is that right it's not the only reason i got it but one of the main reasons that's cool the other reason is because i get like a hundred thousand miles and get to any lounge okay here we go so this is the apple in the garden okay eating a special fruit that gives you eternal life yeah it's called literal, literal goji berries oh good point okay a donkey speaking hebrew literal, literal. There used to be whole TV shows of animals talking. I mean, that's why it's called a miracle. <laughs> All right. Um, hell, a place of eternal torment. Yeah, literal. literal. Again, it, just because you don't like the sound of it doesn't make it true. And I hope Taylor Swift goes there. Uh, let's see. Virgin birth. You know, a deity impregnating a human. Literal. Literal. How else would Jesus be the son of God? <laughs> I mean, come on. That's right. Uh, water to wine. Literal. literal i mean again clay's got friends that turn wine coolers back into water urine jesus ascending through the sky into the heavens literal, literal. that's the coolest part i it's mean one of the best moments of the whole bible the bible tells us he's sitting at the right hand of the father right now in the magnificent throne room of heaven how else is he going to get there but ascending up into the sky sometimes i like to imagine it kind of as, as iron man or something a talking snake. Literal. Literal. We already had the donkey. Yeah. I mean, and also, you know, that was so long ago that maybe, you know, animals were different with their mandible jaws and stuff. And it was, you know, easier for a donkey to speak Hebrew and a snake to speak. Well, what would it be speaking if, uh, what was the language they spoke in the Garden of Eden, Gray? Oh, I'm not sure. But I just huh. always imagine that snake having lips, don't you? Oh, wow. Oh, a snake having lips kind of makes it seem less sinister. Right. And a little more sexy, so maybe that's not good. You definitely listen to it more. Okay, walk on water. Did we already do that one? Literal. Literal. 
Um, you know, again, it's Jesus. Not only did Jesus do it, but so did Peter. So you yep. don't even have to be a deity, um, you know, because just being in Jesus' presence is so powerful that anyone can walk on water. Okay, next one. In Ezekiel, it says that dry bones can be animated into life like zombies. Literal. L- literal. Very much literal. Yeah. It's in Ezekiel. And, yeah. And that those are ways where... I, I, I think God likes to show his power. I know. And it sometimes it's not even worth like thinking too much about because it's there. It's got to be true. Okay. Marrying a divorced person is adultery. The, well, this is, yeah. this is, um, it, it was, it's literal, but it, I mean, this, unfortunately, they might have had a they, lot of past. And, and it could have been a life. different uh, definition of divorce back then. Yeah, exactly. And, and adultery. Yeah, totally. Uh, you know, it was a different language. It's been interpreted a lot. Um, also, you know, some things were like tied to their tribal, you know, like rules and stuff that we don't really have as much anymore. I don't right. know if it's because they didn't necessarily have divorce lawyers and stuff back then. But I think this one, um, it, it it's like time has passed and sort of changed. So this one you could say temporal, which is kind of like same as like literal. Okay. You know, it like yeah. rhymes. Okay, we'll just do one more. Okay, um, if you're a man and you sexually assault a woman, you can repair that by making her marry you. Is that in there? Okay, really? Let's just skip that one. Um, Hmm. I mean, well, you know, that one is, again, that one might be temporal. Yeah. Because back then they had like tribal rules or whatever, but we we don't want to end on that one. Let's do another one. What is this Um, list from? BuzzFeed? uh, No, I mean, I was just pulling up on Wikipedia, Jesus Miracles. Okay. Um, We'll do one more. Uh, We don't want to end on a bad one. Oh, Jesus made the woman stop bleeding. Literal. Well, that one might be impossible. (laughs) Isn't that right? I'm just joking. Anything's possible for God. Just like Jesus calls us to make disciples of all nations, our guest today is not hiding his light under a bushel. No, it is my pleasure to introduce Senator Reverend Dr. Patch Doland. How you doing today, my friend? I am doing fine in the sacrament of wine. Oh, wonderful. Oh, I love communion. Nice to hear. And yes. yeah, and, and is that wine in the in the uh in in the bag or is, is that, that a sparkling grape juice? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's always sparkling okay, grape good. juice, and it's sparkling <laughs> with the joy of Jesus. Isn't that oh, yes. right? Awesome. And it used to be water, but he makes it sparkle. Well, Patch, I did want to say everyone around Indianapolis knows you. Yep. You are one of those fixtures of yes. a city that, you know, when people see you pop up, whether it's outside a Paces game yes. or just, uh, you know, o- over on Old Mill Road at a crosswalk or whether you're at Keystone at the Crossing Mall, just, you know, outside the journeys there or whatever. Yes. People, maybe a lot of you, are basically a local celebrity. Aww. And people are always trying to, you know, take pictures with you. You're kind of like uh, honk at you. That's right. Oh, I know, yeah. like Ronnie Woo Woo or something uh, <laughs> for the Cubs. You are our Ronnie Woo Woo for for Jesus. Yes. And I just wanted to ask you, what called you to become such a witness for Christ as you're preaching out there on the street? Well, thank you for asking that question. And I get that a lot, and and I'm I'm so happy to share my journey and my story. Uh, so when I was just a young lad of uh, 29, uh, I, I was not the best version of myself, uh-huh. you know, and uh, 
there was, I wanted to be a better person, but uh, the demons can latch on yep. to you. Yep. But there is always a light that shines on you, and that light shone on me one day when I passed by a crucifix. And oh. I, I just, I stared at it. And, and I was just like, look at this ripply muscled man giving up himself for us. And who am I? Who am I? Right? And so I decided from that day forth that I was going to spread the word. I was going to spread the word the best way I know how, and that is on the streets. You can call me a streeter. Uh, awesome. uh, I like to call myself. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, so I'm on the streets, streeting uh, the word of the Lord. And I didn't want to confine myself to just one building. I wanted to to be just like the good Lord himself and walks amongst everybody, but particularly just in Indiana, in Indianapolis. And who were you? Because I understand that Patch Dolan isn't your real name. Who were you when you saw that, that crucifix? Yes, I, I did go through a name change. Uh, I used to be James T. Gitmo mm. of the Gitmos. Named after the prison. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And it's not a particularly happy past because I don't want to keep people in the prison just like our minds are in the prison so yep. i decided to free myself from the name and just go with patch patch adams people learned from him and i was like you can learn from me just not medicine but another type of healing <laughs> that's oh, right that. and it worked for muhammad ali to change his name i'll tell you that and he was floating like a butterfly and stinging like a bee and saul and paul i mean there are a lot of people who have changed the names oh yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. for the better yeah 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 name oh, changing goes true. a ways back and then and, and it is not uh, like trying to be hip and cool but it's like per, changing your personification not like you know how hbo max is going to the max right i'm going for the max and my max is the love of jesus Oh, I love that. Mm. And I feel like God made you for this exact mission, mm. a Senator Reverend mm. Doctor, because you got moves. I have to tell you, I was okay. sitting at the light on Plank Road and you came dancing out into the intersection with a John 316 yes, poster that you had up a placard on top of a big stick and you were dancing. And I thought, you know what? Who gave him those moves? God. And guess what? Yes. He's not going to go dance around Rihanna, uh, gyrating yeah. and stumbling in the flesh. He's dancing for God. I'm dancing for God. It's the only reason people should be dancing. And, and an interesting story about, I'm so happy you saw me doing that. Um, that day, I, I give myself a theme every day. And that day was reclaiming John 3.16. Just like Maxine Waters reclaimed her time, I'm reclaiming God's. Uh, it's been taken over 3.16. It pops up everywhere at, at sporting events and, and even in wrestling. There's a, that Stone Cold Steve Austin took the 3.16 and, and I was like, we're taking it back for God. And it just gets me so, it gets me so happy and dancing. It's like it's Lord controlling my feet, not Rihanna's, not your, 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 your Beyonce's, but the Lord. That's the true beehive, or I like to call it the jihive for Jesus. Yes. Awesome. Now, I wanted to ask about mm -hmm. first, do you ever get pushback? Because sometimes people think when I see someone dancing in the middle of the street, I get worried about them, and then they have a sign. And do, you, do you find that that does conv convict people 
over to your cause because sometimes I worry that people might see someone dancing in the road with a sign and might think that looks a bit crazy. Yeah. So I get that a lot. Uh, uh, lots of milkshakes thrown at me, lots of people yelling at me. But milkshakes, really? Milkshakes. It is surprising. I mean, milkshakes, vanilla, strawberry, banana. I started collecting the cups because there's one time a, a young couple threw a milkshake at me and uh, it got a little bit on my lips uh, and I tasted it. And I was like, oh, this is delicious. I wonder where it comes from. And it was on the cup. Up. Uh, and so now I, I take it as a gift awesome. uh, and, and I take that gift into my heart and now I get yummy, delicious milkshakes all the time. I take it as recommendations. But to get to the matter of your question, I feel like it's getting a reaction. And that's what I want because I'm in your minds now. Uh, living living rent free. Is that what the kids say? Right. Living rent free in your minds. That's right. right? Just like uh, uh, Mary uh, and Joseph lived rent-free in that manger to deliver our Savior, I'm going to do that in your mind, and I'm going to deliver knowledge. Awesome. And and you're doing so as such a titled person. You're a senator, you're a reverend, you're a doctor. And I think that's an awesome lineup because you know what? If you were just a senator, well, mm. we wouldn't know if you were a good one or a bad one. Is he one that's voting for uh, everyone to get abortions and be oh. able to kill their kids up until oh. they're two years old? Oh, or is Lord. he one of those senators that votes, um, you know, to remove people's human rights? A good one. Um, You know, if you're a doctor, are you a doctor? who's, um, you know, killing babies even up mm-hmm. to two years after they've been born? Or oh, are, you a, are you a good doctor who works maybe at like a, you know, I don't like Catholics all the time, but I like their hospitals because I know there's no abortion in there anyway. But the fact that you have reverend in there, that tells us that you're both a good senator who votes the right way and also a good doctor who gives good care. And I just, Aww. I guess it just makes me feel so comforted knowing that, that you're one of the good ones all around. And oh. I just don't know how you find enough hours in the day to do all those jobs well, and tell you. people the gospel. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so a lot of, I get this question a lot about like, you know, how do I, how, what's my work life balance? Uh, uh, and I can tell you right now, I don't like work in the conventional way. Oh, I see. I was not elected senator in the conventional way. Oh, okay. I elected myself senator. Awesome. I, I'm not a doctor in the fact that I went to med school and I studied the human anatomy, right? The Lord gave me my doctorate, yes. you know, and I learned through the only book that I needed, which is the good book. Awesome. I don't need a doctor's book to tell me yes. how to do that. Jesus brought Lazarus back to life and he not had one medical training. See? And I feel the same way. You don't need the training from institutions. Nope. Uh, all I needed was the spirit in my heart. And I elected myself senator. I graduated from the University of the Lord. Or I like to call U of L. So, so these are sort of honorary titles, I guess. That's so cool. Yes, and I'm honored that I could give and bestow this upon myself. A lot of people don't. And this way is better because, hey, I don't have any debt because I didn't have to go through school. Oh, I see.
and one good news part of that is that I think you have a very resonant voice, Patch. You have a preacher's voice. You say something, and I believe it. You talk with conviction. You have your sign. You dance around, and then you proclaim the good news of the gospel. I feel like I I could have you tell my kids anything you want, and they would believe you because you're masculine, and you talk like a, a reverend, a senator, a doctor, a preacher, and a teacher, and a pastor, a disciple and a leader. Oh yes, yes, yes. I like to I like to tell people that I went from the pool pit to running for the Senate. You know, I went from from passing Ooh. to plate to, to, to cashing in on the state. Yes. And what I mean by that is cashing in good values and passing those values on. Are you able to support yourself doing this this street preaching or do you have to have kind of a, a side gig too? Yes, yeah, see at first I did. I used to work at the Target but I realized that their target was not what I wanted. Uh, so right now I am just like Jesus, unemployed. Okay. Uh, it worked for him. It worked for me. As far as living, I was blessed with a, a, a beautiful mother who I roommate with. I shall put it like that. We are roommates. I love I love that. Even, yeah, and God just provides, doesn't he? Just like he did to mm-hmm. John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Up yes. until a point, I guess, until the end. Yeah. And here you are still putting yourself out there. Uh, I, I, you're printing up the bumper stickers and slapping them on people's cars secretly when they're at uh, red lights. I, I had you put one on my Lexus that I love. <laughs> it just says 1-800-GET-SAVE. Yes. And, um, and I called that number, and oh. it works. And it's, yeah. it is a voice uh, recording that helps you get saved right then and there listening yes. to listening to it and I just think that is so cool and um, if you ever need people to contribute to you printing up those bumper stickers that you're slapping on cars around town uh, we could we could certainly help you kickstart it or some uh-huh. such oh look at God look at God yes yes and I, and I love your TikTok too where you go and you just throw them at people's cars and they stick and people chase you around I mean what a great what a great idea that is oh yeah yeah it's the word out about Christ yeah I'm trying to start a new trend called stick talk where uh, uh, you throw uh, religious stickers at cars and they just stick to it uh, uh, and I love it because it's also this TikTok I'm gonna use it as a, as a warrior for Jesus and the challenge to Everybody is not a dance, but it is challenging yourself on taking God into your heart. Oh, Shamalama ding dong. Oh, nice Shamalan. Yes, I just feel in the praises. Sorry. Sometimes the Holy Ghost just gets into me and I got to shout it out. Uh, sorry, it's the Holy Ghost. Hush, gosh, bigash, hush, gosh, bigash. Yes, Lord. I feel oh, it. yeah, I think. Mm. Okay. Before I became a senator, a reverend, and a doctor, I used to be an actor. Oh, really? Uh, so, uh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was in Jesus Christ Superstar's Assistant. It was a play where I played the assistant to Jesus Christ the Superstar, and I had just two lines. But uh, let me tell you, I, I I I used those lines to the to the fullest. Ho 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 Jambalaya. Yes, yes. Sorry, the spirit got me again. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought those were the lines. That is awesome. Oh, no, no. The the lines were, hey. Uh, and that is from the scene where Jesus comes back from death. And, and <laughs> oh, I'm cool. surprised. So I'm just like, hey. And then my second line that precedes that is when he finds out about Judas. And I go, Oh, shucky ducky. That's a, that, what else can you say about Judas, that traitor? traitor. You know what I mm. mean? 
But I just wanted to say, and forgive me, Senator Reverend Doctor, if this is too personal a question, but do you have a Fitbit? I do. Oh, well, if I might ask, because I've well, fantasized about this. I don't, think, that, I don't this. think that's a Fitbit. It's a bit off-brand, isn't it? I've never oh, yeah. Seen one like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, so this one is called a Titbit. It's just a smaller version of a Fitbit. Okay. T-I-D. Bit. Oh, good. Okay. Got in trouble before where people were just like, send us a reverend doctor, language. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh no, no, no. Tid, tid. That's the devil in your brain making things sound nasty. But it's a tidbit. Uh, it's an off brand that I picked up when I was in the Dominican Republic. Awesome. And it doesn't count every step, it just counts every third step. Ooh. And I think that's so beautiful because I feel like Jesus carries me two steps and mm-hmm. then lets me get a step in. That is so awesome. And I mean, I would bet that even only counting a third of them, you're upwards of 60,000 steps a day, even 100,000. You out there dancing in the intersection and walking all around this town. Yes, yes, yes. And sometimes it, it can take a toll on the feet. Mm. Uh, uh, but uh, I am I'm happy to sacrifice my toes for the Lord. Well, maybe we could come up with a collab with preachers with sneakers because you're a preacher. You're a street preacher. You're a streaker. Or what do you call yourself? You're a streaker? Streacher. 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 Yeah. We could get um, maybe in the same way that that, uh, Christian shoe company Tom's gives a pair of sneakers to a disenfranchised person when a rich person buys a pair. Maybe mm. what we could do is we got all these Instagram preachers who have preachers with sneakers and they're each wearing uh, uh, Air Jordans and stuff that are upwards of $5,000 a pair and yeah. they only wear them once because yeah. evidently they lose their um, value as soon as you drive them off the lot. Yeah. But we could get some of these guys to donate their old Air Jordans to you for nothing because you're a streaker a streacher yes and and i'd like to just speak real quickly about, about air jordans that would be a shoe i probably would not accept oh, is that uh, right? because i believe it it is of the devil oh. uh the only because it's placing this man in the air and oh. the only man in the air is god well, jesus mm-hmm. right and and i i don't think that he should be idolized in that way if he wanted to be more humble they should have called them ground jordans because a they're a shoe and they're on the ground when are you in the See? air for that long right mm-hmm. uh, so it'd be ground jordans also a shoe that costs upwards to five thousand to ten thousand dollars for a shoe and it doesn't make you play basketball any better and that man hasn't played basketball in decades mm-hmm. you know That's, there should be more preachers with shoes out i now, know now i think he's it, just i don't know <laughs> drinking a whiskey on a golf course or something but i gotta tell you that these guys like lebron mm. james and kobe Bryant and air jordan none of them have anything on jesus if they would have seen nope. him blasting off the mount of olives they would have known what it was really like to catch some air, am I right? Oh yes. Yes, Lord. I, 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 you look at these NBA players and LeBron James, King, King. You the King? Jesus is King, right? Be like Mike. I know. I want to be like Jesus, right? Right. But not gambling uh and it's just ridiculous the ridiculousness of it how they're being idolized and and you look at the lakers colors gold that's that's just a false idol mm-hmm. that's just a false mm-hmm. idol. i will not worship that the only true goat is god he is the goat didn't he's got two of the letters in goat g-o right 
Yep. There we go. He's almost hey. there. Yes, Lord. And I don't get, oh, oh, yes, see, I'm getting a message from the Lord right now. Hold on, hold on. Ah, Lua Ding. Lua Ding, Lua Ding. Ah, oh, Derek Ross. Derek Ross. Ah, you ain't. Senator Reverend Dr. Patch Doland was played by the delightful Patrick Rowland. Follow him at PRowland76. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie Labonte, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.